This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Robin Marvel on the line. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, great to have you here. You have a very, very strong and impactful story, and you're one of those people that felt that this needed to get into a book to help others. So tell us a little bit about the story, and then we'll dive right into the book. Well, absolutely. I had a really tumultuous childhood. There was a lot of homelessness, a lot of abuse, a lot of drug addiction going on. Uh, I grew up with extremely low self-esteem. You don't really grow up with a sense of self-worth when you're living on a riverbank in a, in a vehicle most of your life, and you're not really taught that you're not a victim of circumstance. And so at about 15, I started drinking and making poor choices. I ended up sexually assaulted and ended up with my first daughter at age 16. And so I kind of had an awakening in that moment and was like, you know what, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to do something different in my life. And I went back to high school and went to college and worked and bought a house and did all these things that I thought I was supposed to do. And then when I was about 23, I want to say, I kind of fell off the wagon again. I started drinking really heavily and going out a lot and kind of repeating the patterns that I had known before. And I remember coming home one night and I was sitting in the living room looking around and I was just like, this is not the way my story is going to end. I've got to make some changes. And so in that moment, I decided to start learning what I was worth, which was huge. It changed everything in my life. And it wasn't the flip of a switch. I'm not implying that, but I had to start somewhere. And I started by learning that I was worth something. And then I was able to kind of build on that and create the life that I live now in helping other people. Yeah, so much to dive into on that, you know, the challenges that you faced in your youth and the life circumstances and, and choices, you know, it, it just all compiles. And then the fact that you were able to course correct while still being pretty young, um, it says a lot because oftentimes I see with people that have had these tragic events happen in their younger life, they don't necessarily know how to make a pivot and change the direction because all they've ever known is the experiences that they've been in and they don't know what is quote unquote normal, whatever normal is in this world anymore, but you know, to go a different path. So what was that like for you to be able to, to make that shift again? Because you, unless you, you know, saw, did you have mentors or did you see other people and just you know, observed different ways to go about living and, and decided, okay, no, that's the path that I'm going to go. I'm just curious on, on how you were able to make that shift. Well, I was really looking at the lifestyle that I'd lived my whole life and, and most of the adults that were in my life and looked at their lifestyles and realized that really wasn't where I wanted to end up. So it did matter to me. Uh, I did find some mentoring in different authors and books that I would read. I read a lot of Wayne Dyer. I read this one book called The Art of Happiness and it changed everything. It was the book that helped me to realize that you are not a victim of circumstance. You can create your own life. You just have to step up to the plate and do it. So for me, it was, I didn't want that old life. I didn't want that pattern that I'd seen everybody else living. I wanted something different for myself and for my children. 
And so I just had, I knew that I had to be the one that made that happen because I was the only one that was going to be able to. Well, that's, you know, want to commend you for being able to do that because again, so many people struggle with being able to do that and making a choice that, no, this is not how my life is going to be. You know, I, my parents, you know, my dad in particular, um, you know, was abused and I've never really said this publicly before. So if there's family members that are unaware of it, congrats, you, you spoiler alert, um, physically and mentally abused uh, by my grandparents for the majority of his life. And oftentimes uh, in those patterns of abuse, it carries forward. You know, so when that individual has a child, that abuse carries forward, but um, it didn't. Um, both my brother and I, um, were never, you know, hit by my parents spanked. Yes. And if my parents are listening, you you probably should have spanked me more than you did, but (laughs) statute of limitations. So we're good on that. But it's such, it's a situation where, again, I see it's very difficult for patterns to change. And again, you, you were able to do it. And that's, that, that says a, a ton. And you had said that, you know, later on, um, you, you did have a, a bit of a relapse and, you know, what were some circumstances that kind of led to that? Uh, was it some struggles uh, with things or, you know, what else, you know, caused that, you know, that brief relapse into, you know, habits that you had before? It was really, uh, I think a lot of it had like in my life I went from being a child taking care of my mom who was in extremely abusive relationships and so I always felt like I was kind of trying to protect her and take care of my sisters she was making poor choices too so I was always getting them up for school and doing those things that needed to be done like that and so then I had a child so young that I think I just consistently was was taking care of other people and so at that point I was just looking around and going you know what I don't want to keep taking care of other people. I want to do me for a change. And I didn't go about it the right way because I went right back into old addictions like alcohol and um, things like that. But I know that for me, it was just kind of breaking out of what I'd been doing over and over and over. And that's the thing you, you had this awareness about from my observation that, that a lot of people that are going through similar situations don't have. You had this awareness and that's, you know, that, that's something that is, is unique, but is something that everyone can have if they've got uh, some clarity in their life, even though the world around them may feel like it's collapsing, you still had this awareness of, no, I'm going to overcome this and I'm going to get out of this situation and this, temp- you know, the situation's temporary and let me, do whatever I need to do to, to rebound from it. Yeah, absolutely. It it did. It came down to the, um, hard work and the actually being determined enough to do it because anyone can talk about doing it and changing it, but it really comes down to actually taking the action and making it happen. Well, it's, it's, it's painfully obvious that you are a uh, action taker and have been, (laughs) you know, throughout your life and even to the taking the action of, of these lessons and experiences and, and traumas that you've had in your life and uh, you know, putting it together into a book. So you know, tell us about that journey. Uh, you know, what prompted you to write the book and, 
and and what you know what are some of the lessons that are within the book which is a great book i, I had the pleasure of being able to read it and but i don't want to spoil it for people so i want to hear it from hear from the author's words of you know so what, what was the journey like for the book well the book was this book was actually quite intensive for me i've written six books prior to this and they were all you know um very they're all very good and they're all very motivating but this book was really um, I think kind of a culmination of everything. And like you had said in the beginning, you know, these patterns continue throughout our lives. They're, they're what we know. And it's, I have an older sister and a younger sister, and it's like walking back into my childhood when I walk into their lives. I mean, it's insane, the similarities and the, the consistencies that from when we were a kid kind of transferred over. And so I wanted to give people an opportunity to look at their life and the anxiety that they're suffering with and all of the, um, you know, the struggles that we're having and all of the things that we feel like we can't overcome and go, you know what, that might've stemmed from something that happened in my childhood that I have not addressed and healed yet. And I think that that was part of the reason of, in writing the book was being able to go a lot of our anxiety, a lot of our challenges, a lot of the patterns we're living currently. And we're like, why is that happening are stemmed from the situations that we faced as children. We just haven't healed them yet and able to move forward. So we're, we're carrying that emotion and stuff into our adulthood. I see it a lot uh, with people that I talk with and, and work with that have are going through stress and burnout is yes, it's driven from maybe some long hours at work and some stressful things going on in their life. But in many cases it's this unhealed and unaddressed trauma from their childhood. Uh, even, you know, from the way that they were raised, you know, maybe their parents were a little too um, rambunctious, I guess is a good word for keeping the kids busy with 18 different activities and the kids didn't get to do the things that they really wanted to do. But, you know, their yeah. parents said, no, we want you to play piano, even though this child would be better you know, dancing or singing, you know, so, and so they have this, you know, pent up anger and frustration that they weren't able to do the things that they wanted to do. And they, they bring that along and they don't necessarily think about it, but it, it, it's lingering in a lot of uh, their lives and in the backstory of, of what they're dealing with. So it, it's great that, that the book flushes those things out. Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, I know we talked about this briefly uh, before we started is, I love how at the you know in each of the chapters you've got basically a, a call to action or some work, um, a homework I like to say it uh, for the readers to go through things. You know what what inspired you to have you know that type of format in the book because I see it you know done really well in in many books. So I'm just curious, uh, you know what prompted you to follow that pattern for the book? Well, I think that for me, I believe that anything that we do, we need to do with action. Like we can talk, I can. Um, do a million seminars and talk to people and talk to people and talk to people. But if you're not willing to make the changes and take the action, then you're not going to get anywhere, no matter how much I say or do for you. So that I think really is powerful in letting people make those accomplishments and actually do something that might stick with them and might help change a habit so that in the future, they're able to use those coping mechanisms and that can really shift their life. So that was really the purpose in having the activity because I just 100% believe everything we can complete with action. You know, that's what it boils down to. 
Yeah, and part of my healing from my own burnout journey, and then even you know in life situations, you know, the end of my marriage, you know, my my therapist, you know, said, and it wasn't a thing that they advised me to do this. I just did it. It was, I became active. I started doing things. I launched a business. Um, I took better care of myself. Lost some weight. You know, just you know, not a midlife crisis type of activity, although some could look at it that way, but it was more of a, I'm going to take this opportunity to reinvest in myself and make myself better. That way, when I do help and serve others, they're getting a better version of me than they did before. And it's, it's taking action and moving things forward. Even if it's a, a small step, it's still a step forward. And if, you know, as the joke goes, you take a step a day, you know, towards your goal, you know, in a year, that's 365 steps. Now, who knows where that'll get you depending on how big your goal is. But if you do something a little bit each day, uh, the momentum kicks in and the endorphins start kicking in. You're going, okay, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this. And then you just start moving even at a faster pace and you find yourself in a lot better place, both mentally and physically than you were before. If you were just going to say, well, I'm going to do this. Mm, When, when are you going to do it? And it sounds like from this, this book, you decided, okay, let's, let's do this. You know, and and again, you're not a new author, so that helped, but I'm anticipating that, you know, this book was, like you said, a little bit more challenging to write than the ones in the past. Yeah. Yep, it was. It definitely was. It definitely has a lot more um, intense situations in it. I share a lot about what I, you know, what I've been through in my life and things like that in it. And I think that that really helps people because it's easy for someone to talk about it, but it's different when someone's lived through it and is talking about it and saying, hey, this worked for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody. Obviously, that's not the way things work. It, I mean, there are certain things that people are going to be able to pull from um, from my book that I use and there's certain things that might plant a seed I'm hoping and then in the future they can use it but it but it all comes down to personal responsibility and and all of that stuff too so I think that this book for me was um, healing in a lot of ways and also very overwhelming when it when it finally went to print I was really um, excited and overwhelmed for sure it's exciting when the book is you know physically done in and out there and you hold it in your hands and you go, wow, this is something that was a thought and obviously experiences. And then now it's, you know, a published book out there in the wild for people to, to consume and read. And, and I always tell new authors that are contemplating writing a book. And it's like, if you've got something that you feel will be helpful to even just one person, do it because mm-hmm. you'll impact more than one because if you're impacting that person and it changes their life for the better then everybody in their life is going to be impacted for the better and it just has this gigantic ripple effect on things and it's again you're writing about a very challenging subject such as this and personal uh, it is not an easy thing you know i wrote my book about my year of burnout and loss and all of that. And it was, it was healing. Uh, And it was also, 
it was a challenge for me at first to, okay, let's, let's open up this door that I had closed and moved on from and let's, let's pull everything out of this toy box again and play (laughs) with it. And these aren't toys that I like. So what, (laughs) but it, it helped. And, and when I hear stories of people that have read it and how, how it's impacted them or touched them and reminded them of some things and helped them course correct on some things. It's like, okay, I'm glad that this story has a, a better purpose than when I was going through it and your story as well. Um, believe me, you know, I don't, I don't, I wish you didn't have to go through those things, but you've taken those experiences and, and, and put it out there in a way that can, guide people to navigate through their own journeys and also uh, give them hope uh, for being able to get out of a situation that may not be the most ideal situation for them. Right. And, and that is really what it, what's amazing about it is it doesn't always feel good to heal these things when you first face them. I'm, I don't want to say it doesn't feel good to heal them. It feels good to heal them. It doesn't feel good to face them at first. But in order to progress and actually live a positive, healthy lifestyle, you've got to feel it to heal it. And the sooner you're able to embrace it and go, you know, this did happen when I was in childhood. So I'm ready to take the steps needed to heal it so that I can live a healthy adult life. It, I mean, it really makes a big difference. And, and that's really what I love to be able to do. Like when I go out on speaking events, it's really great to tell my story and have people come up after and say, I've been through this, this and this. I thought I was stuck. I didn't know that I could get out of that. You know, that's kind of who I've always been and what I've always been. And so it's extremely powerful when they're able to hear my story and kind of take something from it. It makes all the difference, just like you were just saying. It's amazing feeling when people come up and talk about very personal challenges. And these are deep, deep issues. And um, they're scary to talk about and publicly admit sometimes. And when they come up to you and thank you for it yeah. and, and now they know that they have the permission as silly as that sounds, they have the permission to make a different choice and change the path of their life for the better. Yeah, and exactly. it's, it's an amazing feeling when you can have that type of impact on people just by sharing experiences and some advice that you've picked up along the way. It's, it's a superpower. I honestly feel that because when I see people go through so many things and a simple word or a blog post or a book or an interview or anything that, that happens that can maybe help them a little bit. It, it's a reason to get up every morning. Um, and it, it just gives me so much joy and fulfillment. And that's, and I'm, I'm thankful for your book because I know there's a lot of people uh, that have gone through these things or are going through these things. And, um, there is there's another way to go through it and you know this book definitely provides great insights and and tips on on how to navigate through those things absolutely and and that's what we can do for each other you know just like you said i think it's always amazing sometimes when i say to people you know not everybody knows that they're worth anything you know what i mean that not everybody knows that not everybody has 
people in their life as they're growing up that tell them they're worth anything. And if you don't ever know, you don't know. And so um, I've had, I've had so many people who have acted very strange about that, you know, like, well, you know, you know, when you're, that you're worth something, you just know, inherently know that. And that's not the case for so many people that are living in abusive lifestyles. They don't know it. And, and until they do know it, they're making choices based on that. And uh, it changes everything. I know I said that in the beginning of the interview, but it really does change everything to figure out what you're worth and know that you are worth something. Of all the chapters in the book, was there one that surprised you? I know that's kind of a strange question, but is there you know, part of the book that you wrote that after you'd finished it, gave you maybe some different insights than before? You know, I honestly would have to say the whole book, <laughs> the whole book really did that for me. I mean, I, like I said, I've written several other books and, but this one was absolutely the most emotional for me. I went through a lot of big changes over the last couple of years that contributed to, I became a different person than when I first started writing the book. And so the last edits I did were from a different perspective from the first edits I did. So the whole book really, um, had been quite the experience for me. And I'm so excited about the way that it's helping others in that same sense. You know, we all go through stuff. We all go through our childhood stuff and that leads into our adulthood. And a lot of us go through a lot of adult stuff too. And so I just think the impact that book has, is having on others. I could not ask for more and, and I, it has the same impact on me. That is awesome. And again, I am thankful that you were brave enough and you felt that this book needed to be out there uh, to help others. So Robin, thank you so much for this book. And how can people find out more about you, the book and this awesome work that you're doing? Um, people can go to my website, which is robinmarvel.webs.com or they can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think that, Oh, Snapchat. Those, those are the, the social media platforms that I'm on. Awesome. And I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So Robin, thank you so much. Great to finally connect and appreciate you and congratulations on this book. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.